0: You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. (laughs) Hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy stewartcom or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy stewartcom
1: Welcome to the Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart and welcome to Cindy Stewart Live. Today we have a great opportunity to be at Joan Hunter Ministries. She set up a studio for us at the School of the Prophets, so we could spend some time with the prophetic and apostolic people that she has here, us ministering to the people. So I'm excited to introduce my guest today, Miles Kilby. It's hey. so nice to have you here.
0: Yes, God bless you, Cindy. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely, this is the first time we've met, and you know it's so amazing when you get. A bunch of people in the room that are so hungry for God, God just pours out. And then we begin to see this move of God begin to occur that is permeating just our very core. And it's allowing us to be one as a body, right? Yes. In a way that we haven't seen. So we come together to receive and pour out, but then we leave transformed and empowered for the next thing. Wow. Wow. Isn't it? I mean, it's amazing. Isn't That's it? amazing. So tell me a little bit about you. I know you're married and have four children.
0: And- yes. So I'm married. Uh, my wife's name is Natalie. Uh, we live in the coastal Georgia area of, you know, in that realm, um, which is a beautiful place. Yeah. Great. Uh, seafood. If you've never been there, great seafood. Yeah. Great place to visit. Nice beaches. Um, so, yeah, I do. I have four children. Uh, we have a church in the Savannah area called The River. And then, you know, I travel many different places all throughout the United States and actually going to Africa next year wow. as well to do some crusades. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're seeing God move. I go to Florida a lot, down where you live. You're going to have so, to come
1: see us for sure, uh, now that we know each other.
0: So, yeah, we're seeing the Lord move um, in powerful ways everywhere we go. Powerful manifestation of His presence, of His glory. Um, miracles, healings, deliverance. So we just love Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. You know, we are too. We are seeing every time we gather, God moves in a way that it's not the same as it was last Sunday or last Friday night. We have a couple of Friday night services. It's like we come hungry, ready for God, and He shows up in ways that we didn't expect, we can't explain, but they are transformational. We had just our last service. He started rolling in waves of presence. You could feel the waves go over us. And there was this fragrance being released and people were smelling flowers and pine and all these different fragrances. And we're just like, we don't understand God, but it makes it so, um, tangible and real and like i said it completely changes us that's amazing so we leave saying you'll never believe what god is doing and we don't know why we just know that he's pouring out because we're hungry people right right yeah so uh, i know you want to talk a little bit about the glory that god is releasing in this hour so tell me what god is showing you
0: yeah well what i love about what you're saying is there's a few key words and it's similar to what lord's been sharing with me um is the presence of God and transformation. Mm -hmm. Because without transformation, you know, what are you doing? So the key to being transformed is His presence, is the glory of God. Um, So with, without having hunger, without hunger is what attracts the presence of the Lord, Mm -hmm. the glory of God to manifest. So if there's no hunger, you know, what is, what did Jesus say? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall see God, you know, or blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And so there's this ongoing theme of hunger and being pure of heart that you shall see the Lord himself manifest. And, you know, a lot of people today are talking about the glory, but uh, to be honest with you, don't really have uh, an in-depth revelation Mm -hmm. because they've never really encountered the glory. Um, And what is the glory? Well, the glory is actually, it, it's, it is the essence of, it is the complete essence of who God is. Everything of who He is, when it comes into the room and manifests, that's the glory. Yeah. So literally, He walks in and everything changes. Yeah. You don't need a preacher. You, you don't need, you just need everybody to get out of the way and let God begin to come through and minister to His people as only He can minister to His people. Amen? Amen. And so um, the this move of God that is taking place in America, you know, I prophesied earlier this year that in 2022, Roe versus Wade would be overturned. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said that this would be a prophetic sign to America that God was releasing national revival. In other words, a national move of His Spirit would be released at this overturning because the demonic altars were gonna be destroyed. That's good. They were gonna be rendered powerless because there's no more offering of innocent blood upon the altar. And so the Lord says, I am retaking the land in many different places. And so what I'm seeing in the spirit is these glory portals popping up all over. Where did these glory portals open where there are hungry people? Where there are hungry people. So all over America, you know, you ever see these maps that these cell phone companies have to show where they have coverage at? Mm-hmm. And it looks like little, you know, cell phone towers popping up with little red dots on the top. That, that's what we're seeing in the spirit. All over America, there's these glory portals that are opening up and God's releasing his presence in a whole new way. And so what I always tell people is that God, the encounter that God has for you today and tomorrow will always surpass the last encounter that you have with Him. Yeah, I agree. He always goes above and beyond the last encounter. So just when you thought that you had this amazing encounter with the glory of His presence and and it couldn't get any better... I mean, get ready because here comes God is going to do exceedingly above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. And so, um, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it fully entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love Him. And so, this is what we're seeing. It's an outpouring of the glory of God. The glory of the Lord shall cover the earth, the knowledge of His glory. Shall cover the entire earth mm-hmm. as the waters covers the seas, and so God has hot spots that are popping up all over the United States, you know, where you're at in Florida, many different places throughout Florida, up into Georgia. Now we're in Texas. Mm-hmm. there's a hot spot here. it's everywhere. It's so.
1: true, and you know God is looking for people who are willing to facilitate and make room for Him to do these things. And I know Florida, we have contended for, uh, we're just like, we're not letting go until God invades Florida. And and we have seen an invasion of Florida. And we get so many prophetic words over our state as you do yours and Texas. And you know, we just received a prophetic word that Florida is going to be the igniter for a uh, move of God that will run up I ninety five, yes, and go all the way to Maine, and then begin to burn across the nation, and he, I feel like he's looking for people who are willing to say, "Yes, Lord, you come in and do what you do, and we'll provide the room for you to do it." Yes, and I think that that's a, a harder thing to do as leaders, because I know I was trained of, um, I remember the first time I was going to give a message, my pastor gave me a structure. And he told me the only way to really preach is to memorize what I was going to say and do it from that. Well, my problem is is I'm a prophet, I'm prophetic, I'm apostolic. I can't memorize if the Holy Spirit's talking to me in one ear and my brain's trying to repeat what I've memorized. The first time I preached, I was like, I have just got to stop. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? Right. Because I have a great sermon memorized, but I'm not swearing. It has the anointing on it. If you're telling me something else is coming. Right. And I feel like that that is something. And I don't know. You talk about this a little bit. Uh, that is something that we have to learn how to do.
0: Yes. Well, the scripture says the word of God is nigh thee, even in thy heart and in thy mouth. That is the word of faith. And so. It comes through sharing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. In other words, you come to a place where you're not dependent upon your, your intellect, your flesh, your abilities, but you're completely submitted yeah. to the Holy Spirit. You, you've learned His voice. You hear His voice. And so like you see me, uh, I don't preach from notes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, I mean, from time to time, I may jot down a few things, but the word of the Lord is in here. Right. It's in my mouth already. And so the Holy Spirit wants to release what he's saying in real time right now. Yeah. In other words, the rhema, word of God. What is God saying now? Not, you know, some canned sermon. And so that is just developed through intimacy, through walking with the Holy Spirit. And God just develops your hearing. He develops your hearing, he develops your seeing, he develops all your your he there's an activation. Right. And this is somewhat what we were talking about. And this is really what apostles and prophets specialize in is impartation and activation. And so when an apostle or prophet comes, that's your expectation. There's gonna, like Paul said in Romans 111, I long to come and see you that I might impart something. Mm-hmm to you. Amen. And then when it comes to the prophetic and prophets, uh, anytime the word of the Lord is released through a prophet to you, um, there is the laying on of hands and prophecy. The purpose of that is to literally transform who you are as an individual. And the Lord says, I'm adding to your life now. And And so it's either a confirmation, but with the word of the Lord comes the anointing. The anointing is encapsulated in that word Mm -hmm. or it's on that word. And so it's like a seed sown. But really what happens is that it literally becomes a part of you. Yeah, because it's who God says you are.
1: There was someone, and I don't remember who it said who said this, but they said, I consume the word of God into the word of God consumes me. Yeah. And and I become the message. Come on. Because the word of God yeah. is so saturated within me that no matter where I am or what I'm doing, the word of the Lord is ready to come out of me. Wow. And when we think about it, because I'm sure that you've spent hours, days, weeks before the Lord. You don't develop intimacy. By a five-minute read through Scripture and saying, "Bless whatever I do today, Lord." Intimacy comes at a price. Yes. But the price is turns us from sacrificial love. We sacrifice because we love Him, not because we're obligated to right. Him. Right. You know, we've been taught sacrifice out of obligation, but I believe there is a shift happening where uh, we are surrendering because there's just such a desperate love for him. Yes. That there's nothing else we can do. Right. It's not because I should follow four rules and make three hops and right. four turns. It's because I love him so much. Whatever he says, I am surrendered to. Right. Whatever that looks like, it doesn't matter. But that right. comes from hours and days and and weeks of just yes. pouring our life out before him. Right. So I want you to talk a little bit about your journey of getting to this place, because you didn't wake up one morning and suddenly have this revelation of glory and all that. You, you have right. stewarded this call on your life that God has given you. Yes. So it, I mean,
0: it started really young in my life. I, I received Christ when I was seven years old, actually um, went through hell during my teenage years because the devil, you know, wanted to destroy my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, there always comes a turning point in every person's life. And so it's kind of like, you know, when you read in the scriptures, uh, Job 42, I think it's Job 42.10, it says God turned the captivity of Job and everything changed from that moment forward. Um, So there was a turning point. There's always a turning uh, point in every person's life, and so at 20, my, God just supernaturally intervened in my life, um, worked a turn around for me, got me going in the right direction, and you know once I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I I, I was so messed up when I came back to the Lord at that time. Um, it, it took the fire of God to change me, yeah, and. Uh, so I would fast and pray a lot. Um, I didn't know anybody. I was in a place where I didn't know anyone. I started from nothing. I didn't have a dollar to my name. This was in maybe around 2008 during the great recession. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a time with just me and the Lord that God had orchestrated. But really those were truly the best times because it was a time of great intimacy. It was a time of transformation It was a time of being taught. It was a time of um, just learning his voice. And so, um, but when you're so messed up, see the problem in the church world is even in the Pentecostal charismatic church, we've taught people how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but then they still have junk. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, their soul is still messed up. And so, you know, the scripture, there's at least six different baptisms in the New Testament if you read through it. So we teach people the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but not the baptism of fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's no purity. There's power, but not purity. But well, what that leads to is mixture. And so God has to come with fire, yeah. and that's what he did in my life. He said, "You're a fire prophet. Mm-hmm. I need to purify you. That's if you're going to speak for me, you have to be pure. You know, I'll touch your lips, I'll burn on the inside of you. But if you're going to carry the word of the Lord, you have to be pure." to be a pure vessel and so it was intense it was what most christian people would consider extreme it required uh sacrifice being lonely at times but the lord becomes your best friend and that's when you come intimate with the lord with the holy spirit is through those times where there's nobody but you and him
1: and you're like it's just us yeah let's go i went through the same thing i I went through a season my uh the lord kind of talked me into quitting my job because i was a corporate executive all this kind of stuff and i went through a whole year of spending every day with him just him. and i would drop my kids off at at school and i would spend those seven hours just with the lord crying out hearing his name you know, just praying, just letting Him speak to me, letting Him transform me for a whole year. Wow. And it was, it's like one of those um, line of demarcations yes. in your lives. And not everybody's gonna have that same experience, but what you have to understand intimacy requires a sacrifice. Come on. And God will orchestrate the sacrifice that will bring you to the place He has for you. It may not be the same as me, it may not be the same as you, but He has that intimacy level, that oneness with Christ available for you to move into a pure, holy life, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. And so,
0: like what you're talking about, sacrifice, the Apostle Paul, you know, said also, you know, become a living sacrifice. So in building that altar, you know, when when you first come to the Lord, um, there has to be a new throne. A new throne has come in to your life. And then God (laughs) says, okay, you know, now build an altar unto me. Now, if you look at the first thing that Jesus taught his disciples, when you look at the Sermon on the Mount, the first thing is just like complete, absolute abandonment and repentance unto him. Complete turnaround of your life. So the turnaround starts, you know, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That means you've left everything, and now you're, you've are you turned to him and given him your entire life. Yeah. And then he begins to build you, mature you uh, from that place going forward. Um, but like you said, everybody's walk is different. But I make it real simple for people, Cindy. You know, pray a lot and read the Bible a lot, yeah. and you're going to be okay. Yeah. In other words, like you told the prophet Ezekiel, eat the scroll. Yeah. You're talking about that. Now, these are disciplines that you develop if you want to grow because you're now in a, in a covenant marriage relationship with the Lord. You're married to Him. And now, if if I get married and then, you know, after the honeymoon, I, uh, you know, fly off to another country and I tell my wife, hey, I'm going to be gone for three months. I'm not going to talk to you. Do you think that's going to go very well?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> As a wife, I can tell you no. That yeah, not that's go not going to well. work,
0: right? <laughs> because a marriage kind of covenant relationship requires a different level of maturity. It it requires a level of sacrifice that says, I give you my life. Mm -hmm. Now it's, I'm yours. I give myself to you. And that requires sacrifice. And so your life is not your own. You've been bought for a price by the blood of Jesus. Here's jesus gave his life for us now he says give your life back to me
1: yeah i know and it's you know it's it's intellectually almost incomprehensible but when you give that born again experience when you give your life to jesus his spirit becomes one with your spirit and there becomes a whole depth of understanding like 1 yes. Corinthians 2. It talks about how the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God and he reveals them to you. That is the walk in Christ that there is a constant revelation of of what the Father has for you, for this situation, for whatever you're facing. It's, it's, it's a constant flow yes. of the word of God coming to you, through you, in a rhema, through the written word. I mean, wow. it's an incredible partnership and yes. love relationship that is totally out of your experience. Wow. It's out of your training. Yeah. No one can set you up to understand the pure love of God until you encounter it. Yes. And then everything begins to change, right? I, I want you to talk about uh, you getting your eyes burned. I heard yeah. Joan Hunter talking about that, and I was like, what happened? So uh, wow. I share that.
0: Yeah, I had a very powerful encounter, and um, this was during COVID time. um, And I was actually doing an online teaching when this happened. And I was teaching on... um, I teach a lot on the prophetic. Um, I was teaching on the seven eyes of God out of Revelation Mm 5. And I'm teaching on this, and then suddenly uh, I'm sitting at the set like we are here, Suddenly from my right side, I just felt the presence of the Lord come in the room, and it came over me. And then my eyes began to burn with intense fire. Like you could, I mean, you could feel it physically. My eyes were watering, and this wasn't, I knew it was, an, I knew I was having a supernatural encounter right. with God. And... So um, during that encounter, I mean, this was one of the most intense encounters I've ever experienced, um, because I've experienced the baptism of fire. Mm -hmm. I've been burned. Amen. um, And that doesn't always feel good. Amen. (laughs) But it's necessary. So but during this encounter, um, the Lord began to speak several things to me. And he said, son, he said, you haven't seen rightly, but now I'm imparting the eyes of fire to you. Wow! And he said, you're going to begin to see like I see. You're going to see from my perspective. You're going to see people the way that I see them. And so when you think about, you know, Jesus has eyes like a flame of fire. Um, When he imparts that to you, you... um, begin to see people with agape love, unconditional love. You begin to see people with a kind of compassion that you've never seen people before with, which is necessary when you're a a prophet, if you're a prophetic minister, an apostolic minister, if you're going to prophesy to people, if you're going to minister to people, it has to be from a place of absolute from unconditional love the agape yeah. the god love it has to be from that place and when you're when you're ministering prophetically to people you're you're prophesying to them uh you're speaking to them how God would speak to them mm-hmm. as if God himself
1: were standing there speaking
0: to that person
1: wow and did you see an immediate shift in the way you could see in the natural through this through your new spiritual eyes yes yeah i could
0: immediately sense a difference um and also having you know i began to have a an increase in visions in my life having um, visions you know during times uh, when i'm seeking the lord um, praying worshiping and then having open visions too and so i'd see an increase in that area, and um, but yeah, just an incredible encounter, um, you know. And I could share more with you on that, but it, it's just there's really no words. Yeah. I mean, when you experience that, we try to find the words. Yeah. But it, it was just,
1: it was supernatural. Yeah. It was beyond me. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times when we have those supernatural experiences. You're trying to put words even on colors and and different things that you've seen and different things he's showing you and imparting to you. But it's almost like our English vocabulary doesn't begin to touch a descriptive. I wrote a book on, uh, I had some experiences in heavenly and I wrote a book called, in heaven, called Invitation to Experience Heaven. It has a 49 day activation to help people. But that was one of the hardest books I've ever written because I'm trying to take a movie and, and visions and encounters that I've had and try to put words on it that can translate and really invite people into the yes. experience of God. Because so many people think they can't have visions. right? They can't have encounters. And I think yeah. part of it is they don't actually realize that God has given them an encounter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we're running short of time. So would you mind praying for our audience or just releasing what you feel like the Lord wants them to get today? Absolutely.
0: Amen. For those watching right now, just close your eyes, open your hands to the Lord. I want to pray for you right now and just release an impartation to you that what the Lord has released in my life, that he would do the same in your life. God is no respecter of people. And so whatever he's done for me or for Cindy or any other person that's had you know just amazing supernatural encounters with the lord he'll do in your life as well and you know now is a time where god is pouring out his spirit on all flesh he said your sons and your daughters will prophesy your old men will have dreams your young men will have visions and so this is normal in these times for you to have dreams and visions for the prophetic revelatory realm to be opened up over you and that's what i want to pray for you today so father right now in the name of the lord jesus christ Father, I release this prophetic anointing right now into the lives of those watching. Just receive this impartation. I release this prophetic anointing for dreams and visions. And may the spirit of wisdom and revelation be released to you now in Jesus' name in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. May he begin to touch your eyes, open up your spiritual vision, open up your ears to hear in a new way, that be released upon you now in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you so much for watching today. Ah, Miles, thank you for being here. I, the presence of the Lord is so heavy, I can't hardly talk, to be honest with you. All of his information is on the screen for you to contact him. And just know, invest in yourself because you're the best investment you can make because God has invested everything in you. So have a great day and be blessed and receive the impartation in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stuart.com. We'll see you next time.